to the Deep Rooted Podcast. We're Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson, and we're glad that you are with us. I'm glad that you're tuning in. Please like, share, comment, subscribe, everything, all the things. Uh, get the word out. Um, and uh, we're excited to be on the Deep Rooted. I want to remind you why we're the Deep Rooted Podcast. Yes. Because we want to be deep rooted. Mm-hmm. We want. We don't want to be uh, shallow. We Absolutely don't want to tumble when the storms come, and they will come. We want to be grounded on the solid foundation of Christ and his words. So. It's becoming increasingly <laughs> yeah. uh, obvious that we need roots that go down deep, like you said, or we'll, we will be toppled. The church of Jesus Christ, we cannot be shallow. We yeah. cannot be shallow. And it's imperative on each of us yes. that we make sure that we're solid um, mm-hmm. on the solid foundation. Yes. We don't build on any other foundation but the foundation of Christ. And uh, I mean, I think that's important. Preach it. So um, yes. I will. Uh, so uh, that's that's why we're called the Deep Rooted Podcast. But hey, I'm excited. Yeah. I feel like today um, our podcast I'm excited is. About today. I, I really I'm, do. I um, I'm excited. I don't know. I I just I, don't. I say that every time. But I'm I'm excited truly, about today. Really feel it's an encouraging word for people. Yeah. So if you need some encouragement. Yeah. Stay listening. Yes. If you want to stay in your pity party, turn it off. Uh, because I, I don't think you can stay there no. if you, you hear this word. So uh, today's podcast is titled, mm-hmm. The Wind is at Your Back. Oh, yes. And um, so I think we should probably give some context. Mm-hmm. Go you for think? it. Okay, yeah. Yep. Uh, so several weeks ago, um, really, I mean, almost about two months ago, I began studying and preparing for, um, I was invited to speak to a conference of women ministers um, across the country. And so I began studying, praying, God, Mm -hmm. what do you want to speak to me um, so that I can really share this with the women? And it's really funny. I was invited to speak on accelerating. This was the topic given to me. I didn't come (laughs) up, I didn't pray and receive this from the Lord. Maybe we've received this calling from the Lord. But yeah, <laughs> well, not for this. Yes, exactly. Um, I was given the, the the topic of accelerating through hardship, hmm. and so I I was like, okay, good. Yeah, yes. so that's why I'm glad. I'm glad somebody gave it to me, and maybe not the Lord, like Rochelle. <laughs> I want you to speak about hardship, I'm like Lord again. So, yes. um, anyways, uh, so I just began praying about that. And I really felt that I was supposed to speak, um, Acts 16, um, really focusing on when Paul and Silas are in prison, which would be a hardship. Absolutely. Um, a little bit of why they got there, what mm-hmm. what got them there. And um, spoiler alert, if you haven't read the Bible or if you forgot where it is in Acts 16, they got there because they cast out a demon um, out of a girl who was telling the future and mm-hmm. People were making money off of her, and and actually she was saying something that was true. She was saying these men are servants of the Most yeah. High God, and Paul just got annoyed with her. Um, not like annoyed with her as a person, but this is, you know, she, okay. I don't. We don't have time to go yeah. into all of that, but that's go study it. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that lands them in prison, and then they're in prison. They start singing hymns. The prison doors break open and they're, they get out and the, the whole jailer and his family are saved. I mean, miracles, okay? Miracle, almost seems like miracle after miracle. Miracle on top of miracle. Right. And it's like, uh, Lord, how'd we get here? Ah, yeah. Oh, 
God, you're doing miracles. You're setting mm-hmm. us free. People are getting saved. Okay, we get it, God. You know, that kind of, um, that's the real short version. But anytime you're pre- preaching or studying, yeah. um, you, 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 if you feel led to a text or something like that, you don't just read that text. You read mm-hmm. before it. You read after it. You read uh, compliment texts that complement that, you mm-hmm. know, like if there's yeah. references to other things. So I began really studying what led to that. Hmm. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I didn't really speak on this, although I did mention it. But this wasn't really the main thrust of the message. But since I have been studying that over two months ago, I literally don't believe a day has gone by that I have not thought of this scripture. Hmm. And so it's like uh, burning. God is not allowing, and as we were talking about it, almost not allowing us to really forget about this, which is yeah. a good thing. And because I share, we, we talk about we, what we're we, studying. We talk. Oh, we, we chat <laughs> about the word. We chat about what God's speaking yes. to us through the through the Bible, um, through mm-hmm. our prayer times, through messages, podcasts, things like that. So we are constantly in conversation about what God's speaking to us. Yeah. So probably two months ago, I started, I, I think I even called you up when Absolutely. I was studying no. this going, listen, this yes. is so cool. And so um, it really starts out at the beginning of Acts 16. Um, do you want to read it? I want to read it. You read it so, yeah. and then we'll we'll chat about it. So it's actually, so right before this, sorry, I keep having to set Go up the it. precursor, but there's been kind of some separation. There's been, um, Paul and Barnabas had a disagreement about who to bring along. And so a very, not kind of, a very difficult big separation yeah. between Paul. And yeah, I should probably yeah, I'm like <laughs> yes, not yeah, like absolutely. oh, you do your thing. No, there was a sharp disagreement. Yes. I think is what the yes. the text says. So uh, they split ways and they they bring about some different people. And Paul's bringing Timothy and Silas on this journey, and they start out mm-hmm. and they start out. And Paul, this is his second missionary journey, so he's starting out heading towards um, the churches that he went and established on his first missionary journey. And he's going around and strengthening the churches and they're seeing great results. So yeah. like good things are happening. It says people are getting saved. The church is being strengthened. Great. And yeah. that's where we are. So verse six, Acts 16 says this, Paul and his companions t- traveled throughout the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. Okay, we'll get to that. (laughs) When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia. But the spirit of Jesus would not allow them, would not allow them to. So they passed by Mysia and went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, We got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. And then verse 11, from Troas, we put out to sea and sailed straight from Samothrace. And the next day we went to, we went on to Neapolis. From there, we traveled to Philippi, a Roman colony and the leading city of that district of Macedonia. And we stayed there several days. Okay. You just said a whole lot of like, a whole lot of cities that were like a whole lot of stuff right and you see paul wanting to preach the the message wanting to do a great thing not a sinful thing and the holy spirit kept him from doing so and the next phrase we read is the spirit of jesus 
would not let him go there. So Paul is not wanting to do anything sinful, of course. He's wanting to preach the gospel. He's wanting to strengthen the churches. Wanting to strengthen the churches. And yet God's saying, for whatever reason, he's not even saying, he just, there's, there's, there's this stop. And, and I just think this is the way sometimes in our Christian life, we ask the question, God, I don't know what's going on. I feel this obstacle. And it's not even a demonic obstacle. It's just, this isn't working. And it's not an obstacle as in like, oh, I'm trying to do the wrong thing and right. and God's preventing me. This was not Paul tw- wanting to do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Paul, um, I believe this right here was Paul doing what he had always done, which was go and preach the gospel. That was his new norm mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of, uh, I mean, I guess he hadn't always been doing that. He had been, he had been right. a, an opponent of the gospel, yeah. but since he had met Christ, this was what Paul's method was go and strengthen the churches, mm-hmm. go and strengthen the churches, go and establish a church and strengthen it yes. and go and go and go. And that was his mission. He was a sent one yes. to do that. That would be what he would he would be doing. So he wasn't trying to do anything out of the ordinary. He was doing what he had been called to do. And yet he felt, um, and we don't know exactly how that all looked, but I could tell you that I, I feel like I felt this at mm-hmm. times. God, I'm wanting to go and preach the gospel here, or I'm wanting to go and strengthen the church here, or I'm wanting to do this. Nothing would be wrong with what I was wanting to do, but I felt God preventing me to do that. Let's launch this or let's do this. Yes. And, you know, for whatever reason, maybe you've been there, you felt it where it's like this just see, it's it's hard. It's not seeming there. The wind is definitely not at my back. I'm seeming to I'm in more headwinds than anything. So God, I think it's a confusing state. God, what are you doing? How am I supposed to think right now? Yes. And I think honestly, the church has been through a time where it's like, what are you doing, God? How can I do it? Everything seems so hard. Everything seems so difficult. When is it going to be able to get easier? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think this, honestly, I think that's where Paul was. I, I think we have to be careful, though, not to think that, oh, just because something is hard, that means that God's preventing it. So I, I want to push back a little bit on there just because I think anything that's worth doing is going to be hard. Well, and what we're going to, what we have not read, but this last part, it's, uh, they end up in prison, like you just said. So it's hard. Yeah. So just, I think there's a difference between something being hard and not coming easy than the spirit of Jesus preventing you. That is, and and I, I, you're you're yep. gonna know that if you're in tune with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So there have been times, and, and I, don't, I don't even want to really go into all of it because that's not the point. I want to get to the point of this podcast. Mm-hmm. But there have definitely been times where I've, I, I feel like what I'm wanting to do would completely line up with Scripture. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I feel that God is saying, no, this is not for you. Yeah, no. It- this is not for you. It's not even that it's difficult. It's not even that it would cost me a whole lot like of time, energy, but it's this isn't for you. And maybe it's because somebody else is called. I don't know, but I could say that it, it's not for me. And I, I believe that the next part of what we're going to talk about is mm-hmm. the reason why. And that is because uh, some things, all problems aren't for us to fix. <laughs> That's a good word for all, some. All, word. all, we aren't to fix all yeah. the problems. Um, just because someone needs encouraging mm-hmm. over there doesn't mean that we're always the one that's meant to go and encourage. Mm-hmm. And I know that you really, like yeah. I'm not supposed to encourage. 
I cannot encourage everybody. Yeah, no. Paul could not go to all of these cities and accomplish what God had for him, mm-hmm. as we read later in mm-hmm. these verses. So he, 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 he sensed, he felt, he heard, I don't know, God preventing him. But what really got to me and that I haven't been able to let go is what happens next is that the Paul and his companions, they have a, Paul himself has a vision mm-hmm. of a man calling from Macedonia <laughs> saying, him. come, come here. And, yes. and, I, and I love this next part for so many reasons. One, it says the next morning they got up at once, at once, and they, yeah. they left. So there's just this very quick obedience. If mm-hmm. God said it, I'm going. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he senses God saying something. He has a vision and he gets up and he says, guys, we're going. Mm-hmm. Pack your bags. We're getting on. And it says at once they left for Macedonia. So at they once sh- they obeyed. Concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Okay, this is so huge because what Paul had been doing and what he had been accustomed to doing was going around in the same cities that he had already established and he had set out to go and do the same things that he had done to the same places he had already ministered to, to encourage the churches. Not wrong. No, <laughs> absolutely it's not, not wrong, but yeah. that was what he had set out to yes, do. Yes. And God interrupts him with this vision and he interrupts and says, okay, I know you were thinking in terms of cities mm-hmm. and encouraging maybe hundreds of people. It's not insignificant numbers of people, maybe thousands. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how many people were, were in these cities, maybe thousands of people, but God's saying, okay, that's good, but that's not what I have for you right now. What I have for you, I'm calling you to open and to bring the truth of the gospel mm-hmm. to a new continent. So it's not that thinking on this realm is wrong, but it's saying if you're going to stay here, uh, that's not what I have for you. I have something bigger. Mm-hmm. I have a bigger yeah. vision for you. You're thinking cities, Paul. I'm thinking continents. That is encouraging. And this is where oftentimes we are. And I want to speak to people We're not who are not, and hear me out, we're not walking in sin. We're not walking in disobedience. We're simply trying to do good. We're trying to do the next thing we feel God is calling us to do. But God is saying, I have, in your words, I have an entirely new realm for you to think about. I have an entirely new yes. continent for you to think about. I think about the old and new wineskins. In all of the Gospels, Mark chapter 2, Jesus was never saying the old was bad, the new is good. He's saying this is what you're accustomed to, but be flexible to to understand and see the new thing I am about to do. God is wanting us, uh, the the good is great, uh, but oftentimes the good is what keeps us from the best. Yeah. That God has for us. The good is not bad. The good is not sin. But God's saying, I, and I I really believe he's he's speaking to me about this. He's speaking to many of you. He's saying, I have a new realm that I want you to operate on. Be open to hearing to from redirection. me on that. To, to re absolutely and, and redirection. It is. Yeah, I think about Paul just kind of going in circles. If you look at his missionary journeys, you can kind of map them. They're mm-hmm. obviously not a perfect circle, but there's some some movement uh, uh, around to different places. And, and that's not bad. It's say, okay, maybe somebody else is going to be raised up to do this. Yes. And I'm sending you over here to reach a whole new people group. Oh, people who have mm-hmm. never 
been reached with the gospel. And so he, he opens that up. And I love that they sail, uh, that they, they obey right away. But this is the part I really want to talk to you about here today. You're like, really? I thought you want to talk about all of this. I am. I'm passionate about all of this. But it says, so they, they, they get ready to go. And they're in Troas. And they're, they pack their bags or, or whatever they have. And it says, we put out to sea. And we sailed straight for Samothrace. Straight for and I, okay, what, what's the big deal about this? This is actually a nautical term. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they probably have an, had an overnight stay in that Samothrace. And then the next day they went on to Neapolis. That should have been about a five or six day journey. But it's actually the actual outplaying of that journey only took two days. And why wow. is that? We can know this because it says they sailed straight for it. That's actually a nautical term. If you look at the original language, it's a nautical term for they were basically on a like a highway mission. It was so fast. There was a wind at their back. They caught a, a wind, a tailwind mm. that moved them three times faster than what they had previously previously anticipated. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that's a prophetic word. I believe yes, for us, absolutely. we've been talking about it, but I believe that God wants me to even share that with you today. Um, maybe you have felt that you have been constantly going up against a headwind <laughs> that's slowing you down, that's making things that should take yeah. six days, take 12 days. But I believe that God is just kind of turning things around. I feel like that's a season yes. where you're going to yes. have the wind at your back. It's going to be a tailwind um, that's going to propel you two and three times faster. So things that you thought would take you years to accomplish, I believe God can do in a year. Or maybe things that Mm -hmm. you you thought would take months to accomplish, God can do it in a month. Now, I'm not saying, oh, if something's difficult that you should abandon it. No, listen to the Holy Spirit. But I just believe this is like this is tailwind time. Yes. This is the wind at your back. I mean, I think about flying cross country. It takes forever to get mm-hmm. out to the West Coast, but on the way back, it's like a whole, yes. a whole hour shorter because you've got the wind at your back. I believe the wind is at our back right now Yes. in obedience. And that is key here. We see Paul immediately obeying. He heads exactly to what God has called him to do. And the wind is at his back. And the gospel comes to a whole new place. Philippi, yeah, a whole new family. This Lydia gets saved. The church at Philippi, all the reason why we have Philippians yes. is written, right? And it's and it's God is establishing. Um, I just believe He wants us to think in a higher realm. There, mm-hmm. there's going to be some people who are even listening to this. This is going to resonate mm-hmm. with you because God has been showing you that there's a higher realm. There's mm-hmm. something new, something. Um, I don't know, maybe bigger or something, um, maybe just different that God is calling you to. And I just believe sometimes it's just time to to set out sail. Yes. It, Quickly it can, obey. I want to address a question that people may be asking. That is, how is the wind at our back? Look at our culture. Everything, look at our culture. Well, look. can, can I tell you to look at the culture that Paul was in? Um, we serve <laughs> a, a yes. God who makes a way where there appears to be no way. Jesus never said there will be no hardship, there will be no obstacle. He said, if you obey me, I am going to make a way in the desert, a way in the wasteland. I'm going to make it to the wind. A way is, through prison, a, a way which is where he's going to end up here. Uh, yeah, the, the wind is going to be at your back. Guess what? Uh, the church has, is never supposed to wait for uh, an opening in the culture. Jesus is 
he's the the author, the perfecter of our faith. He's what moves the church yes. forward. And so we follow him. We're not here to win a culture war. We are here to win people to Christ. And in the church, the, the true church, the wind is at our back. I really believe this is a new season mm-hmm. that 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 God's usher is ushering us into. Absolutely. The culture, the culture is going to be the culture. <laughs> Absolutely. It's go- it, the culture is never going to encourage. And in fact, I get worried if the culture is encouraging what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm worried because I'm thinking, man, am I off track? The way of Christ <laughs> is not. Is countercultural. Is, we are not. We are not. And anytime when I find myself lining up with culture, I'm going, oh, that makes me nervous. I get, am I, what's wrong I'm with me? I'm a little me? bit nervous yes. about this. Am I off? Yes. You know, because uh, the way of Christ is completely countercultural. Take up your cross. <laughs> Take up your cross. Yes. Deny yourself. Deny, you know, um, all, all of this. So, uh, yeah, I'm. the culture is, it's, yeah. it's, it's, this is never going to get easier as far as no. we are always going to be in. But and at odds with the culture. He will give us wings as eagles to soar and not. Yes. So, I mean, it's all about the wind of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I, I really believe that this is a time. And maybe this is just a prophetic word for Jeff and Rochelle and you all got to hear it. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You pray about it. I, I don't yeah. want to ever say anything. You, know, you pray about it. But I just believe we're going to see some mm-hmm. acceleration. Yep. I love this. Uh, this kind of there's a law with acceleration. Newton's law. Mm-hmm. And it's this force divided by mass and all this. We could go into this whole thing, but uh, I just believe that with the that we need to be like light people. <laughs> and you're like, what do you mean? I'm not talking about losing weight. I'm just saying like <laughs> light, not holding on to all this stuff. I want to be moved easily by the wind of the Holy Spirit. I don't want to have all this mass, all this stuff I'm holding on to. Like, oh God, it's going to take a hurricane force wind right. to move me. No, I want to be moved by just your breeze, God. It, what just is, a small breeze. And what does Hebrews say? Take off any encumbrances. Yes. Any, Anything can, that entangles Lay you. aside. I yes. mean, the, the word there is the kind of of uh, runner, uh, you know, Greek runners where they would literally take off any kind of clothes that would hinder them from running. And I believe God's saying, hey, get rid of the baggage, get rid of the pettiness, get rid of the stuff that is causing you to walk around, uh, you you know, just with that heaviness. So that the wind of the spirit can move you. uh, Yeah. Uh, Move you quickly. If we're holding on to bitterness, it's going to weigh us down. Absolutely. So I believe this is an encouraging word. If you have felt, man, I, I mean, I felt, I have felt that Oh wow! I I'm going into a headwind for so long, but I I sense it turning. Yes. I really do. I sense oh, I do. that this is sailing straight time. Mm-hmm. It, That's good. It's sailing straight time. Yeah. So we're going to see God accomplish uh, just incredible things so much faster than what we thought. Mm-hmm. So it's the time of the turnaround. So Absolutely. if this has encouraged you, share it. If this has encouraged you, let us know. Yeah. I mean, if you sense that God's speaking the same thing, I, I mean, it encourages me when we get feedback. So I'd love to hear that. Oh, absolutely. We want to hear from you. We also want to pray for you. So let us know what we could be praying for you about. And let's, hey, let's follow the leading of the Holy Spirit with the wind at our back. We can't wait to see you here next time right here <laughs> on the Deep Rooted Podcast.